Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to Can Trends, the show that delivers cutting-edge pricing trends and industry news to the bulk hemp and cannabis markets. Stay tuned for critical market analysis, new products, and even contract opportunities that your business can land on CanTrade's Marketplace. Hello and welcome to CanTrends. I'm Mark Ristelli, the CEO of CanTrade, and I'll be your host today. Before we dive into today's topic about how COVID has affected cannabis and hemp trade shows, it's important to touch on what CanTrade is in relation to this podcast, CanTrends. CanTrade is a B2B marketplace platform that connects buyers and suppliers in the hemp and cannabis industry while providing the tools to track orders, manage clients, and close deals. Every week, we dive into a specific market category and analyze the data derived from over 2,000 businesses utilizing the CanTrade application. We then publish the analysis and talk about it on this podcast, appropriately named CanTrends. For more information and access to the weekly report, go to cantrade.com and get registered. Let's get started. On this week's CanTrends, we dive into how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the cannabis and hemp trade show environment. We're doing things a little differently this week, as this is the first of a three-part analysis focused on the topic of cannabis and hemp trade shows. For the first analysis, we're going to talk about what happened with the initial shutdown of the trade shows. 2019 was a big year for the cannabis and hemp trade show industry, and 2020 was lined up to outpace the numbers and scope from the previous year. Hundreds and possibly thousands of hemp and cannabis networking opportunities had already been scheduled for 2020. Trade shows host a perfect environment and opportunity to meet industry leaders and trendsetters from entrepreneurs and companies to investors and regulatory allies, bringing international and regional companies together in one space. But with the global spread of the novel coronavirus, officially named COVID-19, social distancing quickly became the norm for many cities, states, and nations. Soon enough, governments advised people not to host events where more than just a handful of people could gather. As the number of coronavirus cases 
kept rising globally, many regional cannabis events and national and international conferences and trade shows got canceled or postponed to prevent so-called super spreader events. Starting with the cancellation of a non-cannabis or hemp related show, the Texas South by Southwest Expo, due to a string of high profile companies pulling out, including Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. The rest of the cannabis and hemp trade shows and events soon followed. Here's a flash overview of trade shows and events that got postponed or canceled this year. Hall of Flowers in California was scheduled for April 1st and 2nd and got postponed to October 13th and 14th, but is now transitioned to digital only. High Times Cannabis Cup Central Valley, California, initially scheduled for April 18th and 19th, was postponed with no new dates. CCIA Annual Policy Conference in California was initially scheduled for March 18th and got postponed. And the NOCO Hemp Expo in Colorado was slated for March 26th through the 28th in Denver, but will now be held in 2021 around the same time. I have a list of 24 shows in front of me, and I'm sure that there's many more that did not make it on this list. These are just some of the major ones. I'm not going to bore you by reading off the remaining 20, but if you'd like to check it out, please see the full analysis. Most cannabis and hemp businesses depend on these events to build brand awareness, network, and create partnerships with other similar goal-oriented enterprises. Trade shows are a space where businesses can share and learn new information from each other. Based on data from marketingcharts.com, conferences and trade shows are among the top three sources that buyers seek out when researching a vendor's products and services. As I'm sure you're aware, trade shows and conferences are believed to be the flywheel that help to generate leads and attract new customers in the cannabis and hemp business space. Suppose you're a new startup business owner that's deciding whether or not to vend at an upcoming CBD show. In that case, it's important to know that a business without leads isn't going anywhere. And according to adstage.io, approximately 68% of marketers use trade shows to generate new sales and leads. The point is most people have to alter their lives somehow, whether that be staying home, wearing protective equipment, or just sanitizing regularly. The cannabis and hemp industry has been no exception, with every sector affected differently and some more than others. Accordingly, the cancelization and postponement of events have left a substantial financial burden at the cost of event organizers and vendors alike. For example, in a report by Marijuana Business Daily, the decision to postpone the Natural Products Expo West was expensive for all businesses involved. One example, co-founder Jessica Bates of Colorado-based company Moon Mother Hemp, producer of CBD-infused wellness supplements, spent thousands of dollars shipping a crate full of booth equipment to Anaheim for an event just to have everything get canceled and get stuck with bills to pay. The corona situation pushed many businesses into a similar shaped corner as they all got dealt the harsh corona card. The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, 
Go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. So what can we take away from today's analysis in our final insights? If you're not there, you're nothing at all. This is an unspoken narrative generally accepted by businesses that attend cannabis and hemp trade shows, which is if your business isn't at a trade show or event, it really isn't even a real business. People probably foster this belief from the ROI scene from attending trade shows and the fear of losing out on the promising networking rewards. But there's a silver lining to the situation that contradicts this shared belief. Because of the intense pressure and hardship we've seen in the past few months, difficult situations pushed cannabis and hemp trade shows to find groundbreaking solutions. Accordingly, cannabis and hemp businesses have had to find innovative and exciting new ways to grow and display their businesses. In next week's report, we look at the solutions businesses and trade shows came up with to combat the cancelizations caused due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Many have been able to turn these hard times into new opportunities for their businesses by quickly adapting to the new world that we now live in. It's time to highlight some additional articles that will help you take a deeper dive into this week's topic. Starting with an article from MJ Biz Daily titled, Some Global Cannabis Trade Events Key for Businesses Marketing and Growth Feel the Coronavirus Sting. In this article, MJ Biz Daily interviews some industry leaders about the coronavirus's effect on global cannabis trade events and businesses. Last up is an article by Leafly titled, Did Coronavirus Cancel Your Cannabis Event? This article covers the extensiveness of cannabis and hemp trade show cancelizations due to COVID. It's time to finish things up with some can trend highlights from the can trade marketplace. This past Tuesday, the 6th, I hosted the first ever hemp show, which was a huge success. Being the first show, we didn't really know what to expect, but the turnout was great and the businesses that presented did an awesome job. Coming this next week, we're going to start publishing some of the 15-minute webinar segments, so stay tuned. I'd like to thank all the businesses that attended and presented at the show. Those presenters included Paul Bingham, the co-founder of Keen CBD, Zach Wilcox, the director of operations for Fide Freight, along with Kyle Tulsma, their senior transport specialist, Danielle Prawl, the founder and president of Ishki Hemp, Daniel Huang, the director of new business development, at E1011 Labs, and Jonah Hoy, their head laboratory technician, Dalton and Dylan Worley, the brothers that co-founded CBDism, a good friend of mine, Jessica Ferranti, the EVP and CRO of STM Canna, and another good friend of mine, B or Bo Legrand, the CEO and publisher of Edibles Magazine and Edibleslist.com. If you're interested in attending or presenting at the Hemp Show, it takes place on the first Tuesday of every month. The next show will be November 3rd. That's right, on election day, then December 1st, and then on into the new year on January 5th. We've gotten such a high demand for businesses that would like to present at the Hemp Show that it's likely that we're going to start increasing the frequency as we get into the new year in 2021. The best part about the Hemp Show is that it's free to attend or present. You just have to be a registered and verified member of the CanTrade Network. Last up, I'd like to remind everyone about the CanTrade Webinar Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, I'm hosting a webinar in which I'll be talking about the CanTrade platform and demoing new features. I wrap everything up 
with a Q&A session. So if you'd like to know more about CanTrade and join the conversation, please go ahead and register for our webinar Wednesdays. That wraps up this week's episode of CanTrends. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, be sure to join the CanTrade network where your business can trade easy. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.